0: Hello and welcome to Simply Reds, the self-proclaimed best Manchester United podcast on the internet. So this is the pilot, I'm your host Zane Khan. I know what you're thinking, you're thinking what qualifies you to do a podcast about Manchester United. Well, a passion for Manchester United, but let's be honest, that's mandatory. But more importantly, I've been told I've got a face for radio. (laughs) Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, as you might have heard, I'm not alone here in the studio. Um, I'm joined by what will be our regular guest on the show, Mudge. Muj, please introduce yourself by giving us your full name along with how long you've supported Manchester United and finish off with an interesting fact about yourself. Go for it.
1: Thank you, Zen. Uh, Hello, everyone. My name is Mujtaba Hussain. I'm a lifelong Manchester United fan. Over 25 years now, I believe. Um, Interesting fact, well, um, when I go to the toilet, um, (laughs) I... P when I'm sitting down
0: because I'm a clean man. <laughs> right, I'm don't, I don't, not sure our viewers, uh, or I should say listeners, really wanting to hear about your toiletry habits, but uh, moving swiftly on from that, the way that this is going to work, um, we'll set aside every week or so, we'll set aside 30 minutes, um, and we're going to just have a little, um, as you would do with your mates, a little rant, a little chat about uh, Manchester United and their footballing ongoings. Um, so I've put a couple of talking points together, but it's a, a rough, loose agenda. It's pretty much two guys sitting around uh, a, a pair of microphones having a bit of a rant. Uh, well, these days, under the uh, guidance of Louis van Gaal, it is more rants than it is uh, uh, actual uh, homage to uh, the beautiful football that's being played <laughs> at Old Trafford or uh, during uh, Man United uh, games. But enough of me l- rambling on. Let's let's crack straight on. So we're uh, pretty much at the end of the season. Uh, it's May 21st today. Uh, barring a few all-important cup finals, um, it is, for all intents and purposes, the end of the season. Uh, More importantly for us, we've still got the FA Cup final to go later on today. Uh, But let's hold talk on that just for now. Uh, Let's wind the clock back a little bit. I say a little bit, let's wind it back all the way to the start of the season. Munchba. what were your expectations for us at the start of the season?
1: Um, I think it's a bit too early to say that we're title contenders for now. I think it was a bit similar to last season. Uh, Last season, we just about got the top four the start yeah. of this season, I thought to myself, you know, let's make a push for third, maybe even second, you know, at least half a season, be be up there. We did mm-hmm. have a good start to the season. We were uh, first for one week, but p- post-Christmas, we just tailed off and it was horrendous.
0: <laughs> first, first for one week, what a fall from grace.
1: So no, it's been so disappointing. It's actually been worse than last season. Um, some of the stats that have come out have been horrendous. I mean, even Moyes would be... Darling, gloom looking at all stats, so <laughs> not good at all.
0: Yeah, I think that the only solace we can take from the season is the fact that Klopp um, has had. If you look at his statistics in comparison to his predecessors, uh, I think his uh, kind of win ratio is even worse than the likes of Kenny Daglish and whatnot. So uh, I think there's some solace to take uh, take from that. But yeah, you're absolutely right. It's been atrocious football throughout the season. Uh, I mean, at the start of it, my personal expectations were uh, let's push, let's push for the title. Uh, Is it worthwhile mentioning a a golden nugget of information? Uh, My sources uh, deep within Manchester United and within Old Trafford told me that Louis van Gaal's aims for the season uh, in agreement with the board was uh, his first season in charge. So he had a three-year contract. His first season um, in charge, he was looking at getting us back into the uh, Champions League. uh, So uh, within the top four. And then second season, his aims for his this particular season were to win the Premier League. And his final season in charge, which was to be next season, uh, he was going to go ahead and, well, he said he was going to win the Champions League. Can you no. believe that?
1: I think the board would have said to challenge for the title, maybe get a trophy, which we're close to getting. Well, we're in the final today, but we're not even in the top four. I mean, that's a minimum expectation for a club of United's size.
0: Yeah, we're, 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 I'd, I'd say we could have made it by the skin of our teeth into the uh, Champions League, into the top four. But yeah, I mean, it just shows, what is he, like a, a year behind his his own aims? And in my personal opinion, if he's trying to win the Premier League, I think it's not even a year's worth. I think we're maybe two, three
1: seasons off? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in his, um, uh, speech at the, in the last home game, he said the United fans' expectations are too high, which I don't think. Oh, really is agree. that what you actually said? Yeah, I think he was, you know, adamant that the FA Cup was going to make, um, make do for this season. Um, yes, great. Uh, it's been ages since we've won the FA Cup, but it's not good enough. I mean, we're not awesome. <laughs> we're not going to celebrate an FA Cup win in a fourth or fifth place. Um, finish it's disappointing yeah I take the FA Cup absolutely delighted Um but you know if, if I asked you at the start of the season you know what would you rather have the top four of the FA Cup what would you say?
0: See that's exactly it I was going to start well I was going to leave that till the end and then pose these questions to you but since you asked me already uh start of the season for me I would have thought uh, at least vying for the uh, a bit of silverware uh, and easily top four for, to be honest right now that's exactly what I what I would take Um I think a minimum for for Man United is some piece of silverware um, yeah. And as I said, top four. Absolutely. Right,
1: yeah, the same. Uh, it was it was both. It's not one or the other. You have to have both. We have yeah. to be in the Champions yeah. League. I mean, we're not good enough to win the Champions League yet, anyway. Yeah. So, uh, no. but I'm delighted we're in the final. I mean, we have to win today. If we don't, yeah, I don't know what the reaction will be.
0: Okay, so we've established that whilst we're not Arsenal during this transition period, anyway, uh, we'll settle for top four and a piece of silverware. That <sighs> piece of silverware might still be forthcoming depending on the uh, FA Cup final today. Uh, but that fourth spot it's escaped us um, and it, it's it's our own damn fault um, not for the first time this season teams above us they've uh, tripped up uh, essentially opened the door for us uh, to overtake them but time and time again we've capitulated this was no different uh, so Arsenal um, they did, uh, did us a massive favour uh, by holding City to, uh, to that draw uh, this meant we were back in or the, f- the fate was back in our own hands our own fate was back in our own hands uh, all we had to do Uh, was win our last two games versus West Ham and then Bournemouth and what happened? We fell at the first hurdle Uh, with the backdrop of uh, West Ham's last game uh, at the Bowen Stadium um, their fans were just possessed Um, they were charged up, uh, fired up uh, almost being the 12th man on the pitch but even before the game uh, absolute carnage, scenes of carnage they bottled the uh, Man United coach uh, and well, we bottled it on the pitch
1: (laughs) we did, yeah Yeah, you know what, We given how our season's gone, we actually had a get-out-of-jail-free card. All we had to do was win that game at West Ham, and we would have saved our season. But like you said, we absolutely bottled it. We were ahead as well. That's the worst thing. Um, West Ham did um, make a great start. Um, We did fantastically well to come back into the game in the second half, and we just made silly mistakes. It didn't help the fact that West Ham played like it was the last game on earth, and they had to win yeah, it. So. What, what the hell
0: was that about? I don't, I don't even know what they were playing for. They were either—I don't know—some. They, they must be high on something. I have no idea what they were. The, 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 even the crowd was. Um, the twelfth man really made massive difference yeah. during the game.
1: They were celebrating. Yeah, they were, ooh, pumped Cele- up. Yeah, they were celebrating like they won the Wonder World Cup. So, I don't yeah.
0: Get yeah. It. Or like Liverpool uh, uh, drawing against West Brom, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> similar yeah. similar uh, sorts of scenes I there. I don't think
1: it was that serious.
0: <laughs> Don't think it was that important no. as the West Brom was to was to Liverpool. Um, okay, so let's you know it's uh, still an open wound. Let's let's move on swiftly from that. Uh, so uh, I think last week um, United had the um, all important uh, Manchester United uh, annual uh, awards. Uh, a whole raft of a slew of awards being uh, handed out brandished to players, um, and we've got titles such as. Player of the season, young player of the season, goal of the season, all that good stuff. So let's break it down. Uh, let's get your opinion on uh, well, first and foremost, player of the season.
1: In my opinion, um, I, I think uh, we spoke about this um, a few weeks ago, but I think the obvious choices were De Gea and Martial. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, I would have given it to Daily Blind. You mean I've, I've <laughs> <to> Daily Blint? <laughs>
0: Daily Blind. Uh, I, I, I really don't know where to. Where to where to go from there? For me, I, I completely agree with regards to the the shortlist and the uh, main contenders, uh, and them being the, the chaps that you mentioned, David Aguirre and also uh, Anthony Martial. But I'd chuck uh, young uh, Rashford into the Marcus Rashford into the mixer as well.
1: Um, yes, he only came into contention around February March time, so I don't think he's played enough to warrant a, a play of the season.
0: Interesting point. But he has
1: done well. He has done well.
0: So why Daily Blend then?
1: Um. We didn't sign a centre-off in the summer, um, so Daly Bind was drafted into centre-back, not his position. Mm-hmm. He didn't complain once. Um, before every single game, the media were saying, you know, Daly Bind's going to get found out this game, but he's never got found out all season. He's been absolutely phenomenal. He's been so professional and he's been silently performing so well alongside Chris morling And if if that if that went badly for us, we would have had a nightmare of a
0: season yeah we would have probably been mauled even further than we did sitting probably where liverpool and chelsea uh, are sitting in the premier league so i I kind of take take that point on board uh also i think uh with regards to daily blint one of the main uh weaknesses for him uh, i don't know if any somebody out there are listeners uh, go ahead and look at his fifa stats and somebody tell me what his speed rating is because this guy is slower than milk turning (laughs) and that's an achievement so, yeah, and you're right. I, and you know what the, weir- the weirdest thing is? You're absolutely right. He hasn't been found out yet. I think his some of his other abilities massively compensate for the fact that he's slow as shit on the pitch. Like, for example, um, I think his reading of the game is absolutely sensational. His, sometimes his positional play, his awareness of the game really does make up for it. So I don't know if I'd give him uh, the title of player of the season, um, but certainly uh, I can I can appreciate the merits of a Daily Blind type character in the Man United squad. Um, OK, so uh, I guess we're going to have to come to sort of some sort of agreement on player of the season. So I'm not going to let you, I'm going to overrule you on uh, a Daily Blin type character. Uh, give, give me another uh, shortlist contender.
1: Uh, it's got to be De Gea or Martial. I mean, Martial of the yeah. pressure that he, I mean, with, with De Gea, I expect him to put in world-class yeah. performances every single game. So it's nothing new to me now. I mean, he's a, he's a world-class player. 9, 10 out of 10 every single game is what I expect of him but Martial with that price tag everyone wrote him off no one knew who he was and yeah. the way he's played on, uh, under pressure he's just so cool and so young and so good I'm just delighted for him for, so well, let's go for him
0: OK so you're going to give it to
1: Anthony Martial OK then Anthony Martial it is just because you don't, you don't let me give it to Daily Blind
0: <laughs> yeah no I'm not going to let you give it to Daily Blind uh, Anthony Martial came with an extensive price tag, uh, but really hasn't let that go to his uh, go to his head. A real exciting young player, really talented um, individual. Uh, now I'm not comparing these two, but Anthony Martial really reminds me um, of Cristiano Ronaldo uh, in the sense that when Ronaldo was at Man United, ball at his feet, what an exciting young player to watch he was, uh, didn't know what he was going to do with the ball, uh, but you certainly knew uh, he'd provide some sort of attacking dynamism. Uh, it's exactly the same with Antony Martial. I just want to see the ball at his feet, uh, and just, just, it's just a pleasure to see what he's going to do. Uh, as I said, really exciting young talent. Um, but it's worthwhile highlighting the contribution of uh, David, Man of Steel, De Gea, uh, and what a Superman-esque save on the road to the final uh, from uh, David De Gea against uh, Lukaku uh, in that semi-final versus Everton. Wow, wow, wow. Some say David Hickett is so good, he could save anything. In fact, he could have even saved Ned Stark from Game of Thrones.
1: He, pr- he probably could have, uh, he probably could have saved his Gerald slipping as well, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah,
0: probably. Uh, well, I don't know what it is, but uh, we, we love bashing uh, Liverpool here on uh, um, Simply Reds. Uh, so uh, on that vein of thought, so we've given our um, player of the season to Anthony Martial, but that, that doesn't mean that the award ceremony is over. Actually, I, th- I think the um, award for um players, player of the year, uh, was given to Chris Smalling. So whilst we it think was, Anthony yeah. Martial, uh, deserves the, um, uh, player of the season for us, uh, the players themselves at United thought it was Chris Smalling. He's been an absolute rock at the back, hasn't he, Meshba?
1: Yeah, he's been so good. I mean, again, similar to Daily Blend, if, if he didn't step out this season, we would have had a nightmare. I mean, I mean, we probably did try to sign a couple of centre-offs in the summer, just didn't materialise. But he really stepped up. Yeah. I think the key for him is he stayed injury free. Um, both him and Phil Jones came in at the same time. Phil Jones keeps getting injured again and again and again. But Chris is only this season where he stayed injury free and he's been absolutely colossal.
0: Yeah, he's been absolute magic at the back. Um, I think he's really come into his own. I think a couple of seasons back, he was getting plenty of abuse from, uh, rival fans around, uh, just his, his, his quality or lack thereof. Um, uh, but yeah, he's certainly filled. Um, a massive space or a gap at the back that we had in terms of a rocking defence. Uh, when you look at in yesteryear, uh, the likes of your Yup Stamps, your Nemanja Vidic, your Rio Ferdinand, um, and then a couple of seasons back, if you said Chris Smalling, everybody would have had a laugh at you. But if you look at it now, <laughs> you say Chris Smalling, and he seems to be in uh, along those names in somewhat decent company. Still a lot to prove. Uh, he's not won as many trophies as those guys, and obviously he's very young, so still a long way to go. But yeah, um, in terms of uh, uh, players player of the season I can certainly see now why they uh, respect him so much yeah he's a good player uh, so yeah the actual uh, player of the season of course was given to David Aguirre we've given it to Antti Martial we've covered off uh, players player of the season but what about young player of the season What's your thoughts
1: um there's been quite a lot this season for us and we think one positive of uh, this season for us has been uh, and Van Hall, is uh, the amount of youngsters that he's brought through yep I mean not only the ones we've signed in you know, in the likes of Martial, etc but I've come through the actual youth setup. So we've got the likes of uh Fosk Menso's come through, uh Pereira who hasn't played a lot but he's a fantastic young player. Uh Borthwick Jackson's come in as Borthwick well. Borthwick Jackson's sensational, so, yeah. Very good, so yes, yeah, it's been a real positive process this season. the youngsters coming, to so Varela as well are right back. Yeah, Very true, good. Varela, Jesse he was Lingard.
0: sitting, um, I think he was even around at, uh, I could be wrong, but he was around even at Moyes' time, but some of these players really didn't get that um, step up or that opportunity uh, to play within the first squad, but you're absolutely right, Louis van Gaal, despite all the criticisms levied against him, um, I think one of the massive positives has been his a uh, willingness to dip into um the reserves and some of the uh i guess youth squads uh to pick out cherry pick out players and uh, give them opportunities and they've really flourished this season never be it said we uh we don't ask those tough questions here on uh, simply red so whichver i going to pose you a tough question uh is it the the serious lack of quality in the first team which has given these youngsters uh their sustained uh, appearances within the first squad or are these guys really that good
1: um i think i think the d- d- the positive of these players has been they've been fearless. I mean, we've seen new new signings come under Van Hall and as soon as they've played in the first few games they have been fantastic. But once they've been sort of coached, if you like, by Van Hall, um they've sort of deteriorated. But with the youngsters, it looks like they've you know, they've just got a mind of their own. Uh they're playing without pressure, which is great to see. Um that's 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 the key for these youngsters. They're playing without pressure, they don't care they're playing in front of seventy, eighty thousand every week. They're just going out, um, just loving loving it, really. And you can see the likes of Rashford, just no pressure. It's so cool. And all of them have been like that. So it's, it's been a great positive, to yeah, be Yeah, you're right. I
0: think the, the mentality displayed by these players has been different from yesterday. I think you've seen previously under the likes of Moise and whatnot, you see Adnan Yianazar coming to the squad. And when he was naturally yeah. just, sort of, I guess, thrown into the squad um, and just his first couple of appearances, he was really expressing himself on the pitch. But then when times got tough, it seemed as if he was inhibited to a certain extent whether that was by management or whether it was his own mentality or the expectation that was put on his uh, young shoulders he stopped started well he stopped he stu- his performances started stuttering a little bit um
1: yeah yeah but they're young they just got nothing to lose i mean and then once you get established like you said it's just a pressure yeah.
0: but I, I think louis van Go uh, in terms of his man management or younger players i think He's for me anyway. I think he's done something differently as opposed to what was under Moyes. Uh, the the if you as I said if you look at um, Bob Jackson you look at the likes of Fussenmesser uh, you look at some of the, even Rashford the, these players, the way that he's handled them. Uh, you look at Rashford, but he's probably going to play uh, today. He's going to go out there and he's probably going to play in a similar fashion as he's done all season. Whereas I think that was not the case with the likes of uh, Adnan Januzaj. I think under Moyes Moyes realised. This uh, probably is an important player, and his attitude and man-management of that player probably changed. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I think a uh, real positive uh, from Louis van Gaal is just his man-management and his handling of some of these young players. OK, uh let's move on and look at... um uh, Well, actually, did you actually give me your young player of the season? So who is going to be brandished to your young player of the season? You mentioned a good couple of names, chucked a couple of names into the hat, uh, but I'm going to put you on the spot. Come on, Matt, most of all, who, who is your young player of the season?
1: Um, I think it's a pretty straightforward one for me. I'm going for uh, Rashford. Oh,
0: okay.
1: um, I said earlier on he hasn't played a lot, but he's been so good and he's scored so so much important goals for us this season. I can't ignore him. He's been so consistent as well. Um, some of the other youngsters, the likes of uh, Borthwick Jackson, who I've been impressed with, yes. he was a bit inconsistent. I mean, you can expect that from youngsters anyway, but... Rashford has been so consistent. He's just out there, just doing his doing his thing. Really. Yeah,
0: I, I don't think for. um Well, I think we'll we'll find out in the future whether we agree on uh, a lot of things. I think at the moment we've we've agreed quite a bit in terms of uh, who we think our player of the season is. Well, you chucked in a cheeky little daily blind comment, but I'll ignore that. Apart from that, we've been on we've been uh, <laughs> sort of pretty much on the same page. We're in cahoots. However. Uh, well, even with regards to a young player of the season, I- I'm going to have to agree with you. I think for me, yeah, absolutely it's been Rashford. The small time, uh, the small sort of five minutes of fame that he uh, potentially had uh, has expanded into something more simply because of his ability. He's a fantastic striker. He reminds me um, a little bit, uh, I think he's potentially even going to surpass uh, the spot in my heart for uh, Chicharito. I absolutely love that guy, fox in the box. And I think uh, Rashford, yeah. for me, uh, has absolutely filled his boots. Uh, I think when uh, Chicha went, I thought, you know what, we've got a massive uh, gap in the squad. Just, I, I thought uh, Chicharito would become our kind of main striker and he just, he, I don't know what it was, but he never lived up to that expectation. Uh, but Rashford has filled his boots magnificently and I think he's going to be pinnacle uh, in terms of Man United and England uh, going forward. So I completely agree with you on that one. However, for me, I've got to give a massive shout out to uh, uh, Boswick Jackson. I think he's been absolutely sensational. Uh, you, you talk yes, about, you yeah. know, not letting the attitude, not letting the stage get to you. He jumps on and he plays like he's playing a uh, five-side football uh, with his mates on a Sunday or sa- um, uh, on a Saturday type game. He just, pressure just doesn't seem to get to him. He's just as good going forward uh, as he is defensively. He's quick, uh, it, very, his sort of footballing brain and his decision making is absolutely fantastic. His reading of the game is fantastic. I think I've probably seen him his positional play be kind of just off the mark maybe once or twice, and that's at the latter part of the season. So for me, I'm going to have to give him a shout-out as well. Um, So, yeah, I mean, uh, absolutely agree with you. Um, Young player of the season, Rashford. uh, But for me, I think there's uh, lots of positives from some of the other guys, especially um, Cameron Goddard-Jackson as well.
1: Okay. Totally agree. Um,
0: So on to the FA Cup. Uh, Let's be honest, it's the most important trophy of the season, isn't it?
1: Yeah, of course yeah, it is. I mean,
0: let's not, not faff about I mean, Europa and all of that. What's, what's that about? Champions League, that's for little boys. Uh, we're, we're in a big boys trophies. They're fake up. Uh, let's, let's do a little preview session on it. Um, first and foremost, your thoughts on uh, on the games. Crystal Palace versus Manchester United. How do you think the game's going to go down?
1: I think it's going to turn out to be um, similar to our semi-final winning against Everton. I mean, I think it's going we're going to dominate possession. Um, but I think uh, Palace will have chances, just like Everton did. But I, I can see us comfortably winning in the end. 2-1, uh, 3-1. One, one. I'll take a 3-1. I yeah, think they'll three. score. Yeah, I think they'll score. But I think in the end, we'll pull through. We should anyway. <laughs> I think the most important
0: question on everybody's lips is, are we going to see a Blassie sweep?
1: <laughs> I think he only saves those against Liverpool.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I, 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 again, I have to agree with you. I think it's going to be, we're going to dominate possession uh, Palace are going to try to hit us on the counter. They've got some pacey players. You talk about David Blind, I think this might be his uh, his defining <laughs> moment. Is he going to get found out? No,
1: yeah. Yeah, I think it's the latter. I mean, I think they'll try to scare us with their pace. And like you mentioned, the likes of Balassi and um, Mzaha, very quick players. I mean, I'm, I'm a bit worried in the left-back area. I hope Rojo doesn't play there <laughs> yeah. because he's he's been absolutely terrible at left-back. Yeah. Um I think he is going to start there. If that's the case, I think they're going to utilize that as a weak link in our team and really attack that, that right hand side. Um, but other than that, I mean, I mean, they've got quite, they're quite a big team as well. I mean, they've got Kabay, who's fantastic at set pieces. Yeah. And that's an area where, you know, we may be a bit weak. I mean, Vatnal's come out recently. A little bit. The a team. little bit
0: weak. I think our main weakness against West Ham was uh, all their goals were pretty much set piece jobs.
1: Yeah. You know what that means? What does that mean? Fellaini, <laughs>
0: <laughs> or, or as fondly uh, get within our group of circles, as we like to call him, the tree.
1: The tree. You know what? To be honest, we missed him against West Ham.
0: Yeah, I think we did. We needed someone uh, a little bit more physical, a bit a bit rough and tumble. That's what we needed in the middle of the park. And I think he.
1: Having that. said that, I still don't want him to play.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I agree with you. I, I think that what we learnt from that West Ham game was the fact that. Uh, us as football fans, if we had to pick the squad, we would have probably picked pretty much what um, Louis yeah. van Gaal did. Um, and that was players who could play football. You had the likes of Herrera, Mata, you know, really creative players. And we thought, you know what, that's enough to win a game. But I think what we learned off the back of the game was sometimes, you know what, you do need a little bit of a, dare I call Fellaini, a bit of a dirty player. Uh, you Sometimes you need that bit of physicality. You've got to put on a squad onto the pitch who you think is suited to playing your position. Yeah, I think you're right. Maybe we could do with a bit of Fellaini, but you know what? We've not got to make those tough decisions. Louis Van Gaal has. Um, So, do you think Fellaini will start?
1: I think he will start. I mean, he was suspended the last few games, and I think he's he scored it both in the semi final and the quarter final. Yeah. Um. I think I think he will start because of the added factor of um the height difference as well, and the fact that um yeah, and the Palace will look to um attack us in corners and free kicks and whatnot.
0: Okay, so that that's our pretty much um, our preview. I think it's uh relatively straightforward. I think it should be um a victory for United as well. I, I don't see Crystal Palace scoring, dare I say it. Um so I'm gonna go with a two nil victory for for United, or well, I'm hoping it's gonna be a, a two nil victory anyway. Um moving on, just keeping the theme of the FA Cup in the background. Uh if United go ahead uh and win the FA Cup, what if I said to you that means Louis Van Gaal stays? Or in a parallel universe somewhere, which we could go into. United lose the FA Cup and Louis out at the end of the game. What would you rather have?
1: (sighs) I don't want him to stay but um, at the same time I would never go into a game hoping that we lose. Um, And given that this is the FA Cup final as well and we just a game away from a bit of silverware in a a horrible season, um, I'm going to go for the FA Cup win. I I just want to win the FA Cup.
0: Oh, damn it. I thought you were going to say Louis van Gaal out at all costs. Because I'm going to go for silverware. I'm all about the silverware. I think it's been uh, too long for for a club of United stature to go without silverware. So I would have gone for uh, keeping Louis van van Gaal. Well, I'm not for keeping Louis van Gaal around. I just want want the FA Cup. Uh, I think it's been a terrible Absolutely, season. We've yeah. not got fourth. This is going to be the only salvation of our season. Uh, otherwise, we'll see plenty of headlines going up um, on, in various newspapers about the decline of a great club and all that jazz. Uh, let's just hope uh, we never end up like. Liverpool okay so um, that was going to be my kind of like brain teaser my my tough question for you but you've pretty much simply answered it uh, just off again running off that theme off the back of Louis van Gaal will he stay will he go uh, you've had or you've heard reports from various sources close to yourself that Jose is a done deal
1: yeah yeah so I've just been uh, browsing on Twitter and there's been a lot of talk about um, Jose pretty much confirmed on a three year deal wow um our, f- our very friend, um, our loyal friend, Richard Keyes, <laughs> has, uh, <laughs> he's come out and said, you know, I told you so, I told you so, that I'm, uh, a... so he's singing it's from,
0: um... singing from the rooftops that, um the, the Jose deal's pretty much
1: done? Yeah, and the, 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 the station that he works for as well, and um, the channel that he works for, they've, uh, I saw a video actually, where they've actually announced it and said, you know, he's confirmed.
0: He's gonna look a bit like a tit if, uh, that, that falls through, isn't he?
1: I <laughs> know! So, I don't know what's happening, to be honest. Because I think I everybody's,
0: hoping. everybody's trying to, I think that's probably one of the biggest stories in English football anyway, maybe yeah. world football, so I think everybody's trying to get an exclusive on it. And I think maybe Richard's, uh, kind of, uh, I think he knows there's gonna be some sort of announcement after the game, and maybe he's trying to get in on the action first.
1: Yeah, yeah I think so. Um the media's just been guessing like crazy in the past couple of weeks, haven't they? Because they're yeah. desperate to, uh, work out what's, what's, what's happening with Van Gaal his future at United. Yeah. But let's see, I mean, let's
0: see. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it is absolutely, it's just a, a waiting game, really. I think uh, for any United fan, first and foremost, we've got the, the massive uh, fixture in front of us, which is the um, FA Cup final. Let's worry about that first and then worry about what's going to happen after that. Uh, yeah. But I think just to provide a little bit of background, I don't know whether some of the United fans who will be listening to this and know will not. But um, again, I don't know how accurate this is either. But uh, the day- well, there was, the, of course, the uh, six-page dossier that apparently Jose Mourinho sent to Man United, saying that uh, he's the right man for the job and he's the only man for the job and he's going to change his ways and all that, which was absolutely hilarious to jibar uh Chelsea fans because they absolutely love Jose, despite what's happened there. Um, but I, th- I think the other key bit of background information to this also um, is the fact that apparently... Um, Jose has been given some sort of gentleman's agreement by the higher-ups uh, within the Manchester United hierarchy And he's been given some sort of gentleman's agreement slash guarantees uh, That if he isn't the man um, at the helm of Manchester United next season uh, He's going to get a massive payout So they're holding him wow. on some sort of retainer uh, Your thoughts on that? Have you heard these these rumours? Can you corroborate them? Uh, or you think it's just hearsay?
1: Yeah, I think... I, I don't know, to be honest. Um I don't I don't think that's true. Um f- First and foremost, do I want Mourinho? You know what? I'm not sure, to be honest. Oh, well,
0: uh, I, I don't know if I was even going to... I was thinking of venturing into that territory and say,
1: <laughs> do you want Jose you know Mourinho what? at Manchester United yeah, yeah. season? Yes and no. I mean, I would say no from the outset, but given that there's no one really else available. That's the key. Oh, I think that's why it is. I I'm take I take him He's he I mean, the only big manager
0: my- left around on the circuit, right? Absolutely. With Jurgen Klopp's done his done his deals. The sell out that is Pep Guardiola has done his deals. We yeah. could do a whole I could do a whole rant and a segment on Pep Guardiola and his uh his uh f- I just just I can't believe it. I just couldn't believe it when he signed to see. Uh but anyway, you are absolutely right. I think the only big manager, the big name left out, even Ancelotti, he's he's done his deals as well. So yeah, it looks he's as with, it. yeah, the only big name left around now is Jose. But I think, in terms of his character, Jose is certainly big enough to manage a club of Man United stature, and I think he's also uh, got the ability to bring in some of the some of the big names um, that we uh, that United yeah. crave, that United are used to. Um, so I think, I think all in all, uh, if he does come, it will be a half decent appointment. But um, I think that the key thing is going to be his attitude. Is he going to try and change and leave his past behind, or is he going to try and just continue with what he's done previously, which is simply have a short think, stint at uh, a yeah, club, burn the club down? And win trophies, think, though.
1: Win trophies. Yeah, I think he he will change a bit. I mean, think with United is we're really unique in the fact that we're the only club left in the world, I would say, that gives the manager one hundred percent control over pretty much everything. And I think I think he will absolutely thrive under that. I mean, where he struggled at Madrid and at Chelsea, ultimately, or so even during his first reign, was he had that sort of um, imbalance between uh, the director or, or the owner of the club and um, himself on the pitch as well he wanted to make the decisions but they never really let him but with United he'll get all of that and he's big and capable enough of uh, filling that void and making all those decisions
0: Yep, absolutely but I think you know what going back to what you said only time will tell Um, so Mustafa it's been an absolute pleasure uh, spending 30 minutes or so with you Um, and I think next time we chat hopefully we'll be talking about how we won the FA Cup wow and ladies and gentlemen we'll leave you with that thought United winning the FA Cup at the end of the 2015-2016 season and potentially looking forward to uh, a very successful season under a new manager. Who knows? Thank you very much and good night.